Hello everyone, welcome back to an episode of Dipping Into Adulthood. I'm your host, Ajan Zane, and today I'm going to be talking about school and how to deal with motivation and setting yourself up to get good grades. Sadly, the beginning stages of adulthood do still deal with school, if that's what you decide to do, if that's the route you decide to go on. Even if you don't go on the route of college, some of these principles can still apply to your work as well, and just overall keeping motivation in whatever work you wish to pursue. Everything involving doing well in your work field or school is all about a shifting of mindset. Most people will contribute their lack of success to different factors of their life without focusing on improving their habits and or their systems. For example, some people may say things along the lines of, oh, if my situation changed, oh, if I had a different teacher, oh, if my classwork was online, that I would have a better grade or do better in school. However, that is simply not the case. While those things can be a challenging factor in whatever you're doing, they will not determine your success in school. What determines your success in school and sticking with a high motivation level is constantly working to improve your mindset and habits. With that being said, the first tip is to set your mindset. Focus on creating an effective system instead of focusing on the goal. One of my hardest classes in high school was geometry. Throughout that year, I had convinced myself that I was just incapable of doing geometry. I did not understand it. I just did not have a math brain. I had told myself over and over and over again until my mind truly believed it. I ended up getting Fs a lot on tests. At the beginning of the class, I felt confident that I would do well and I would get A's and I felt really, really good. But as time went on, Especially by the third quarter, I told myself there was no way I could do well because I just don't have the brain to understand geometry. I ended up getting a really bad grade in that quarter and it brought me down. Even though I would say that as a joke to friends and family that I just didn't have a math brain, quotation marks around math brain, it became my reality. What I didn't realize until later was how important it is to set an initial mindset before you even get started with that class. And to be honest, I do have a brain that is capable of learning math because I learned calc and I did good in that class. Even though I don't like it, I still did good. So that same class, just as geometry, I said, oh, I would not understand it, but I did. And I did well in that class because I kept the mindset that, oh, I can learn this. Oh, I can do this over and over and over again. Anyway, to validate that mindset that you are able to do this, you set a system that you can incorporate into your daily life so that you always feel an accomplishment and don't feel that it is impossible. I told you guys last podcast about the book I read, Atomic Habits. I just love this book so much, but this book can truly help you if you struggle with forming habits for school. Anyway, the book emphasizes how important it is to create a habit for everything. When creating a habit for everything, you actually get more freedom. However, the only way to create an effective habit is to create a system and stick to it. Convincing yourself that you can't do this only makes you believe in the end that you really can't do it. At least with a system, you feel a sense of accomplishment that you are doing something towards your goal every single day. And you never feel that, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I just don't know how to do it. Oh, I'm not doing anything towards my goal. 
if the habit sticks, it will actually become a muscle memory and you won't even have to feel that you are doing a chore. A system can be created in three steps. The main idea is to not emphasize everything around a specific goal. It is important to stick with the system. The three steps is activity, time, and place. I like to call it ATP, but that's also something in biology. So anyway, for this example, I actually will be using biology. I will study biology at 6 o'clock p.m. every day at my bedroom desk. This is what we call a system. To make the system even better, you can dedicate certain times of days to certain classes, then dedicate certain rooms to those classes, then dedicate certain colors to those classes, and so on. These just serve as a reminder for your brain so that you will continue on with the system. You could do this system technique with everything in life. All it will do is keep you more organized and you will start to realize where you have more free time. Do you ever have that feeling when you are sitting down on the couch and something is nagging you, like you know you need to do it, or maybe you have a couple things nagging you or is stressing you out? If you dedicated certain times to them throughout the day, you'd be surprised with how much time you're left to do the things you desire. The next tip is very, very important. It's to pay attention to your professor, teacher, all the time every lesson just pay attention something i struggled a lot with in online school is the zoom meetings because i was not there i would make breakfast read a book text friends basically anything i was not supposed to do and by not there i meant i was not physically in a lecturing class while this seems like such an obvious tip you would be surprised to see how many students fail to follow it when the test would come, I could not recognize any of the information that my teacher literally went over in the Zoom meeting. If you really want to have less time to study, the best way is to understand the information as early as possible. Now, sometimes we may listen to the professor and have no clue what they are saying. This happens to me more than you know. However, you have to take the initiative to quickly go teach yourself. Don't wait until the day before the test to study because all you're doing is studying information you don't even understand. Teach yourself, even if that means creating your own PowerPoint presentation. And yes, I have done this before. If you still don't understand, take the time to go see a tutor, especially the free ones given on campus. The resources are there for a reason and you will save yourself so much time by just getting some form of help in the beginning. When you wait, all you do is progress your studying time and take away from learning about information in a different class. Something that students often neglect is the management of time. It feels like we don't have much time, we're constantly saying that, but it is actually so important to create a method of studying to become time efficient. This is something I still struggle with. Last year, I used to study for about five to six hours. While that did get me an A, it made me extremely stressed, and by the time I got the test, I was very burned out. I could only imagine how much I would have saved the time, how much time I would have saved if I learned the information the first day and did not wait till later on to learn it. 
I actually took both college classes and high school classes in high school. And I didn't get to say this in the beginning, but I did end up with a really good GPA. I ended off with a 4.56, I'm pretty sure. And I took both of those classes. So the next line I'm saying specifically for college students, because procrastination happens a lot in high school. I did it a lot in high school. I'm telling you right now, Procrastination for college classes is just absolute terror. Just do not do it. You probably hear it from people all the time, but don't do it. It's not the same as procrastinating for a high school class. If you procrastinated in high school, it will not work in college. Also, please keep in mind that AP is very different than college classes. The most realistic experience you're going to get to a college class is taking dual enrollment. So if you procrastinated in your AP class, that may have worked, but I promise that it will not work in a college class. I got away with procrastinating all the time in high school, but when I did my college classes, procrastination only led to a bad grade. With college classes, you truly have to understand the information. You need to be able to teach it to someone else. And if you cannot teach it to someone else, then you do not understand it enough. Also keep in mind that YouTube is also available and I highly, highly, highly recommend using it, especially for those harder classes such as science and math. My last tip specifically relates to motivation. People always ask me, how do I keep motivation in school? If you know me, I'm a very motivated person. Now, I have two methods. One is more of a mental method. And actually, this method, I recently just told my siblings to help them keep up their motivation for the new school year. One is a physical method, but kind of emphasizes that studying technique I was talking about being very time efficient. For my physical motivational method i know that lack of motivation usually always comes from burnout even if you already have a lack of motivation before the school year even started it probably means that you have burnout from last school year burnouts can last a really long time i feel like after junior year i had a really bad burnout and i did not become motivated into my senior year until like the second semester. We have burnouts when we try a new habit. We have burnouts when we exercise or when we try to be healthy again. We have burnouts when dealing with draining people. Burnouts happen all the time. The first thing to do when you have a burnout is to mentally regroup yourself. Figure out why you're so burned out in the first place. Is it the amount of time you spend on the work? Is it the amount of work? Is the work too hard? Usually one of these will be the main issue. For me, the best way to solve a burnout is the 20 minute method. Usually the amount of time I spend on the work is the cause of the burnout. I watched a YouTube about this a while back. It is the best method because your mind is convinced that 20 minutes is not that long, but long enough to where you can actually get some work done. The 20 minute method is setting an alarm for 20 minutes and dedicating it to your work. Put away all distractions, 20 straight minutes sitting down to do whatever you're supposed to do. 
I do that all the time when I study. I never want to study. I always make excuses. I never get excited to study and I don't even think I know anybody who does. So whenever I really, really don't want to though, I tell myself 20 minutes, only 20 minutes. Usually what happens is, is that I'll always be in the middle of a study session and then start studying for more than 20 minutes. But even if you don't study for more than 20 minutes, that is 20 more minutes of studying than you originally planned to do. I know I just said 20 minutes a lot, but you guys get the idea. Set the alarm for 20 minutes, sit down at your desk, work, and then see how much you get done. And who knows, maybe even after 20 minutes, you'll be so into the groove that you'll be like, I'll just do some more work. Now for the mental method. A mental method I do is actually kind of forcing myself to realize that the work will never get done if I don't do it. Sometimes I go a little bit extra with it and it can kind of be a little bit toxic, but I usually tell myself that no one is going to do that work for me. The work will always be sitting there waiting for me. Whether you do it or not, the work is always going to be there. And it will wait. It will wait until you get it done. And there's going to be consequences on both sides. Either you get it done and you get a grade or you don't get it done and then your grade automatically drops. You didn't even get a chance to get a good grade. It will nag you until it's done and will stress you out until you finish. Your work will never do itself. Even if your teacher is just being nice and gives you an extended deadline, you still have to do it at some point. Once I tell myself this and you know, take a deep breath, usually this is when I'm really stressed out, I take a deep breath and I tell myself that the work will never be done by itself. I usually get motivated to work after that. If that doesn't work, I provide myself a reward of some sort for when I finish. I write down my favorite things and put them individually with the class I need to finish. This makes me excited to finish my work. For example, I love watching YouTube videos. They make me really happy. I love to read. I love to sew. So usually after I do an hour of work, I'll be like, okay, 15 minute break. Amazing job. Now you get to sew up something. Now you get to read something. Now you get to go take a bubble bath. Now you get to go give yourself a cookie any of those ideas based on what type of activity you like can work. I really hope that this helped you guys. I know this is kind of like a shorter episode, but remember that just getting your work done is all in your mind. I'm seeing so many students already stressed out for the school year, so I hope these tips helped. Coming from a student who really, really worked hard all of high school, these tips are a sure way of getting the grades you want, but also just keeping that balance in your life. For me, I know that studying for five to six hours was not any more effective than studying for three hours effectively, or two hours, or one hour. Just come up with a really good method before you start the school year and stick to it. And usually when you do that, it will all be fine. Remember that getting your work done is just all in your mindset. It's just all in your mind. Also remember this school year to take care of your body. Don't only eat one time a day. 
you know that does happen for me that happened a lot in my junior year i was just really stressed out i was doing a lot of work and i would only eat about one time a day or i only eat fruits or i was just barely nourishing my body and taking care of myself students who do really well in school eat very well are mentally in a good place and put their bodies first so that they don't have to reach that burnout stage Everything about school and about life is all about balance. Thank you guys for everything and I hope you all have a very successful school year.